Welcome back to the basement for another episode of the Disconnect. I'm your host Zach Hayes, and joined with me, as always, Mr. Phil, Phil Hayes. What's going on, Zach? Phil, yo, you 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 know you've got your your bank account, right? Yeah, I do. You you uh, you think it's pretty safe? It's FDIC insured for up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I would like to think so. Yeah. Well, I think most people uh, in America and Canada think that. Yeah, if I've got my money in the bank, it's safe. Nobody can touch it. Right. Well, if you're a Canadian citizen now, yeah, your prime minister Justin Trudeau has invoked evoked yeah, uh the emergency uh act that allows him to essentially freeze your account and limit access to bank accounts, credit cards, and basically anything tied to your financial stability. Yeah. And uh, that's something I honestly thought that it was like a, I thought somebody was misspeaking when they were talking about it. Cause I'm like, there's no way that this is real. It kind of seems that way. Yeah. You would, you would think that only in extreme measures, whether they be like tax evasion um, right. or criminal acts, yeah. that you could potentially be exposed to having your, bank accounts frozen, but this is directly tied to the protests on the mandates that are going on. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, tied to the trucking, uh, um, uh, the convoys essentially. Right. And they're using this argument to say, well, there's so much money coming in from the United States yeah. to help fund this. Right. But I can see that argument. And that's what actually my wife and I kind of got into a little back and forth on this because I'm like, this is wrong. This right. is flat out wrong. Is, and yeah. she's like, well, there's millions of dollars coming in to these, these organizers. And those are the people's who accounts they are freezing. Yeah. Not so fast. Right. That is not the case. Anybody tied to the protests in any way, shape or form are now, uh, uh, they're exposed to the scrutiny of the banks to where this can happen. And it, it was reported by the daily mail that a woman in Canada, a single mom who had donated as little as $50 to the protest. Yeah. Had her account frozen. Yeah. So this is not a matter of, Oh, we've got to stop the millions of dollars that's coming in from right. other countries. Cause she used the, my wife used the example of what if Russia was giving money to, um, you know, to, to fund a protest here in yeah. the United States, you'd shut that down in a heartbeat. That's not what this is. It's not the organizers. It's anybody connected and they're going after them directly so that they will shut these protests down and it'll make people afraid to speak out in the future because your financial yeah. well-being is at risk now. Yeah. And that's the thing is I listened to a couple podcasts and they're, they're uh, way more on, on the liberal side, the, yeah. this podcast that I listened to. And it's always interesting to get a different perspective from listening to that. And uh, that was kind of their argument was like, oh, these are the big guys that are funding and that's who they're talking about. It's like, no, it, it is not. And this it's extreme overreach yeah. and, and, and the way it's set up, it's, 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 it doesn't just, if, if you only had to target the big dogs, then, then, and okay, I get it. Maybe I'll give you right. a pass on that. I still don't completely agree with I it because either. in, in Canada, just like the United States, you have the right to peacefully protest. You have the right to assemble right. that, that is essentially, they're trying to find ways 
to take that right away from you yeah. by hitting you where it hurts in your pocketbook. And you better believe that that single mom who donated $50 to a protest, that hurt her. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's something like, what are you supposed to do in those situations? If you're getting to the point where you can't peacefully protest uh, because you're afraid that the government's going to freeze your assets, like that's, where does that leave people? It feels like it's something that would happen in China or Russia. Right. When I think of Canada, I think of our, our friendly neighbors to the North. And when yeah. I think of that, I think that they have a lot of the same rights that, that we have here as Americans. It's right. not completely the same, but I mean, as far as your first world countries go, uh, Canada is a pretty good place to be very, very similar in the way we handle things. Now I get it. This has disrupted commerce, but the protests have, have worked. I mean, Canada, Canada has lifted the mandates in some of the provinces where, uh, where, where they were taking place. And it's like, that's the point of protesting. Right. That's, that's why we have that right. Because the power of the people is in the, is in the numbers. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's where people were just fed up in Canada. They, they, right. they couldn't do this anymore. Their, 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 their mandates were much stricter and harsher than what we had here in the yeah. United States. And where we're seeing a lot of that get lifted now, state by state, it, things are starting to go back to normal. Um, they're not, over there. Right. And, and and that's why people are sick of it. Yeah. They're, they're getting frustrated. And I think that's like a go-to thing to do is to protest. And can you imagine like if there was a, uh, like a black lives matter protest or something like that, where they're saying, you don't stop, we're freezing your bank accounts and stuff. And I know that like, this is a lot different, um, of a protest, but is it's it the though? same idea. Is it though? How well, is it, it that much different? Well, yeah. A- aside from the fact that it's, 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 it's long, it's taken place for a longer right. period of time and it's directly disrupting commerce. Right. Exactly. And I think that's what it is, but there, that doesn't, to me, like it, if it's your, the cause that you're protesting about, then it's, you know, important to you. So it, it kind of, it shouldn't matter. And that's the whole thing is that like, there's always been that right to, to peaceful protest. And right. I, I think that you're, Man, I tell you what, if if you let this happen, it's going to keep happening and it doesn't matter. And where's the line of like, what's like, uh, you know, what's important enough to do, to do that to people? I don't. Well, these, these emergency powers have never been enacted. Right. Before. Exactly. And, and even during yeah. the, um, the beginning of COVID, they, it was, it was still deemed to be too severe of an action right. to, for, for Trudeau to, uh, 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 implement. Yeah. It seems a little bit weird to pick this one. And I, I well, it, you know, it happened after those convoys started making their way to the United States, which right, right here in Detroit, you know, at, at the, at the ambassador bridge, yeah. you had this spillover to where it was impacting things on a U.S. Right. level. And then that's when good old sleepy Joe had a conversation yeah. with, uh, Trudeau and said, basically get your act together, right? Do something to make this stop. And that's when those emergency powers were, uh, were, were put in place. Well, and to me, like when, when I heard this, 
the first thing I thought was this is like the lazy way to do things. It's, it's something where like, okay, we're the government. We have this much power. We're taking our ball and we're going home. Maybe, maybe there's an issue that you, you know, try to work with the people and try to figure something out to maybe not make, make these mandates so strict. Like uh, there's no reason there there's, you can't reason with, with, with some of these people. Right. And I'm not, I, I completely support their right to be able to protest, but yeah. there, there does come a point in every protest where the majority of the people are no longer there for the core reason for the protest to begin right. with. It's, yeah. it's, it's the fact that, you know, you're, you're seeing this element in, in Canada now that was very reminiscent of the, uh, of the early Trump movement. Yeah. I've never seen so many Canadian flags right in one place before. Like that was uh, America's always kind of looked at as it, it's, it's very weird how much we, uh, uh, almost worship our flag. Right. And that's been yeah. said of us by other countries multiple times. If you, if you look at social media, things yeah. people think are weird about the United States, that's always one of them. Right. Um, but you wonder is it when, when there's this overreach by any side of the political spectrum, Yeah, is that when you start to create this fringe extreme movement? Because a lot of yeah. people would say, the Trumpites are still this fringe extreme end of the political spectrum right now, right. even though it's kind of taking over the, it kind of has been taking over the Republican party. Right. You, you get, you, you start extreme measures on one side, create extreme measures by the opposing view point where yeah. all of us, we talked about that before where the middle is getting much smaller because each side is getting so extreme to where, you know, freezing bank accounts and doing uh, trucking convoy protests that last for, this has been going on for at least a month now. It's been a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. Something's got to happen where this ends. And I think the, the reasonable solution, the yeah. lazy way would have just been to say, Hey, we're going to remove these mandates. It's done. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but, and that's the thing too, is I think that you, the U S uh, you know, politics, it has a lot of impact on the rest of the world. And I, I think that's why you almost see this like fringe group in, uh, you know, in Canada, because I think it does. I think people see the stuff with Trump and with Biden and, uh, just the way the political, uh, game is going here. And I think it influences a lot of people around the world, especially with Canada being our neighbors to the North. It's like, I think you're going to get a little, uh, spillover when it comes to that stuff. I think it's not just, I've noticed things that used to be like just U.S. problems <laughs> seem to be really spreading out to the whole world now. Um, as far as like with COVID, like it, it always, I felt like everything was dealt with on like a national level, but it's like COVID. You're seeing these same protests all over the world with like, oh yeah, with the mandates and stuff. And well, because it's been two years, right? We're tired. Everybody, yeah. everybody's tired of this. The fact that these. That 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 these things are 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 such a a, a major debate still, and that people right. can't just come to the uh, understanding that as it stands right now, this Omicron is it's not a big deal, right? It's, it's not a big deal. There are the this is what so so recently on Rogan they had the um, 
the doctor who came on at the beginning stages of COVID almost yeah. two years ago. Right. I forget the guy's name. Do you know who I'm Oscar talking about? Home, I think. Yes. Yes. He was on again this past week. Okay. And his narrative right now is that yes, Omicron may not have been as, as impactful as like Delta, right. but we don't know what is to come after Omicron. Like that right. was, that was a little more, um, uh, mild, yeah. but it attacked more people. It was easy. It was more transmissible. So what happens when you get a Omicron Delta combo that is more lethal, but right. is also more trans transmissible. We're not out of the woods on this yet no. because we don't know what that next mutation is going to be. I totally get that argument. Like we yeah. should be apprehensive because sure. we don't know what's going to happen after uh, after we get through this winter, we're not out of the woods yet. I get that. Right. But the, the ability to manipulate people is your windows gone. You, yeah. you, you kind of, you kind of, uh, dropped the ball on this one because even the people who were super, super apprehensive in the beginning are, their patience is waning as well. Yeah. And when things are more of a threat, I think a lot of people are going to brush it off. Yeah, I I think so too. I mean, I think everybody just gets exhausted of it. I mean, when when you when I look back to uh, the first time that I had COVID, because I've yeah, had, it twice, had it twice. Now. Yeah, so the first time I had it, I was terrified. I was like, oh my god, I'm in trouble. This COVID. Oh yeah, it's 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 scary because you don't know what's going to happen. Right, and that was it wasn't like right in the beginning, but it was you know fairly uh, towards the beginning of of all this, and it was like it really scared me, and I really I took you know so many measures. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to like really be careful with this. And um, then this next time around that I got it, it was like, okay, I have COVID again. Like, what what can I do? And and it was it was more like a cold. I'm sure it was probably the you know, Omicron variant, but it's like, it, it's just after a while. It's, and it's not as much that like, I don't care. It's that like, what can I do? Yeah. I, right. We're all in that point. We're yeah. All in that point. We, what can you do? We still need to work and make money. We still need to take care of our families. Like I, I can't sit there and like, yeah, cause the money's dried up. We're not right. getting any, you're not getting no. those payouts anymore. The, st uh -uh. the stimmy checks are gone. Right. All that stuff is done with. So if that's gone, I, I need to carry on, you know, normal with my life. But I did see recently this, this past week, I think even the, the state of Michigan rolled out more grants that they were going to hand out to businesses, but it yeah. was only, it was for a very limited amount of industries. It was your, uh, your, your restaurants, your, right. your, your entertainment venues, um, barbershops and salons, those kind of places were eligible. And I'm thinking to myself, how does that make any goddamn sense? Because right. nothing is different right now. No, it's not. Restaurants, are, it's not different. The only thing that the restaurants are struggling with is labor. Right. And and, and higher costs on uh, the, goods. the the goods. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing that's changed. Those restaurants are packed. Right. They're they busier are. than our retail store. I can tell you that right now. You can't yeah. tell me retail hasn't been impacted on a small scale. Yeah. Sure. At target home Depot, Kohl's, Amazon, that's all doing pretty well. Yeah. Retail's not good on a small level right now. No. And, and, and we can't, so it's those, the logic of, uh, of the government 
is extremely perplexing to me right now. Like, could you imagine if Joe Biden put in place emergency orders to freeze the bank accounts of people who were uh, who were tied to protests? What if that happened in America? Because if yeah. it happened in Canada, it makes you feel like we can't be that far off here, no, that's where not, it's an it, where yeah. it's a possibility of a measure they would take to combat. Yeah. Protests like that. I, I agree with you. And I think that's the problem with like somebody, the first one to do it, it's like once they've done it, you're, you're a trendsetter and it's like, all right, well, Trudeau did it and it wasn't so bad. Like, you know, yeah, it's how, hey, Trudeau did blackface. Eh, it yeah. wasn't so bad. Yeah. He got away with it. He can do. I mean, so it's one of those things where once, once somebody, uh, you know, hits that button to do it the first time, I feel like you start seeing it all over the place. Have you ever seen the conspiracy theories with Justin Trudeau that no. his father is actually Fidel Castro? I did not. No. <laughs> it's you all I always wonder about the because there there is a tie there. His yeah. mother was I, I forget the details of it, but she was involved with Castro in some way, shape, or form. Okay. They were either she either worked for him or they were um she has a connection there. Gotcha. And they'll show side by side pictures. They are kind of similar. It's, it's odd when you look at it, but I always wonder about these people. Like they don't come into power by accident. No, like our mother does not have ties to Fidel Castro. No, like that's not a normal thing growing up. Right. There's, there's this, there's this elitist, uh, uh, strategy when it comes yeah. to putting people in places of power. And, and that's what we see on a, on a, on a world level. I mean, right. those people don't just come out of the woodworks. Like, no, you, you got somebody like Biden who's been there for, 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 for decades. And yeah. it's very rare that you'll get somebody who just like, Oh, they, 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 uh, they made it up on their own. Yeah. Who's this guy? No, there, there's always connections to, uh, you know, other politicians or, you know, world leaders, it, it's pretty crazy. And th that's the thing is that you, you have just this group of people that have all the power and we, we've known this for yeah, forever. It, the, the, the whole Illuminati is it, there may be a very tight knit group of, uh, of people who control the 1% of the wealth that really right. manipulate things in this, the, 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 the Klaus Schwab's of the world and everybody <laughs> yeah. else like that, who, who have these, uh, world, uh, the, the, the great reset, the world, um, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for here, but, but yeah, I get what you're saying though. And, and I, I, I think that's why it's so dangerous. It's like you, you, you have all these people and it's going to be what they want. Is this out of a playbook? I, I don't know. Move out of a playbook to say like, let's, let's, let's slowly take away people's rights. And, and if there wasn't this two year, these two years of yeah. COVID before this, where your freedoms were impeded on, would you have the ability to enact that? that emergency power. Yeah. And that's the thing that is weird to me is that I feel like all these crazy things that have never been seen or done before go down your rabbit hole. They've happened in the last like couple of years sure. ever since COVID. And it makes me think like, is there a bigger plan to this stuff? Now I'm not saying it's a big conspiracy theory, all this stuff. I like to like, when you say a plan for a bigger stuff. What do you, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that like, I, I'm, I think there could be something to do with, 
aliens, something like that, where somebody is telling them, you got to get a hold of the people and they're going to do what they, you know, they need to do what you say to get them ready for when we're coming. If there are aliens, couldn't they just do that to us with like mind control or something at this point? I don't wouldn't, know. They, wouldn't they be that skilled or something? If they can, if they've been able to uh, travel through time and space, you would think mind control would be a pretty easy. Well, uh, I, I want to put a disclaimer out too that this is not something I believe. This is, uh, <laughs> I don't want theory. people to think I'm nuts, but uh, well, see, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, but there's a good one for you there, Phil. Uh-huh. Being able to discuss a theory yeah. or a or a have a conversation about something does right. not mean you believe no, the no. the theory. And I think that's a problem where where you discredit a lot of people as but oh right. they they're even willing to talk about this, then write them off immediately. Of course. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I always say, of course I'm willing to talk about it because there's there's stuff out there that is being done right now that has never been done. Yeah. And it makes you wonder like what is going on? Because I don't know about you, but I feel like everybody around agrees that some there's something in the air right now where like ever since COVID, there's just been more and more like control put on us. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that goes without saying, but the, uh, the what's the ultimate end game? Well, but that's the thing is that I know of course we say with COVID that there is, but then you start seeing the things with the like these protests where they're talking about freezing bank accounts. It's like, does one have to do with the other? COVID and these these protests? No, but you're seeing drastic, drastic measures taken. Well, they do though. The the protests are are as a result of the mandates put in place by COVID. Well, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is that like you never saw back in the day where there was uh like this type of extreme measures put on a protest, which I know that sure. it's a different situation, but I'm just saying that like things seem to be getting more and more extreme government wise. There seems to be more, a little more control going on. There seems to be like, no, we're, you're going to do what we tell you right. type thing. And it makes you wonder like, what is going on? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the ultimate end game is because I think what you're just, I, if I had to guess, yeah, you're, you're just creating extremes of one side and the other. Right. You're, you're, you're doing this to where people have to pick a side. Yeah. You're dividing people further and further to where, like we said, not as much middle ground. Right. Meaning if it's either, whether it's going to be the, uh, the far right or the far left. Yeah. That's what you're going to have to deal with. And every time that there's this change exchange of power, where it goes from Trump to a Biden to who knows what we're going to see this God, this know. next election cycle because i you you won't we, you, with the economy in the state that it is you won't get biden won't get reelected right they can't throw kamala into it kamala kamala whatever yeah you can't throw her into the mix because her approval ratings worse than biden's yeah you don't you you have this energy from the republican party where nobody since Trump has really made a name for themselves. Right. So you're looking at it. He's really the only person right now with name recognition, with name recognition that could take another stab at this and, and and go up. We could have Biden Trump again. And when has that ever, when has that ever happened that you have a president who's elected, right? Serves 
four years gets defeated in his yeah. reelection and then comes back. When has it ever, has that ever happened? I'm not a history I don't, buff. I don't but think, like, I don't think it has. I don't think it has. And if he were to win after losing, like what our country is flip flopping back and forth to where we're saying, basically, we don't know who we are. We've lost yeah. our identity and we are, we're, we're given this short four, four year span of time right. to figure it out. And that's going to be where, how pissed off are your, are your far left, uh, uh, citizens of the United States going to be if Donald Trump is back? Well, could you imagine what the, no, you, you would have another four years of that. Well, but I can't, not just another four years of that, just the anger and the yeah, four years of that anger. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, well, I'm just, I think it would, it, you'd, you would have, you would have utter chaos. The fact that, he, that, that, that there are some people who probably think he should be thrown in jail for what right. happened on January 6th. Right. Like those people are going to have to have him as, as their president. If he gets elected again, that's it's, it's going to be Trump. His running mate's going to be the, my pillow guy. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. But no, it's, it, it, it will be somebody extremely safe and somebody yeah. who is a, uh, somebody who is, uh, uh, of of some sort of he might even throw i i wouldn't be surprised if he threw his daughter right in the ring for yeah. for vp yeah i mean it's possible but that's the thing i think the chances if biden is still around um then the chances of another of a biden trump uh you know election that scares me big time and what where where in the hell you know that all these politicians and stuff you know that they know it's going to cause the chaos that it's going to cause. And they have the poll to like, say who's going to be running. No, I don't, they don't. No, not they anymore. Do. Not anymore. You, I think they do. What, what politician you think that like the, the Republican senators of the United States really get any say at this point? Well, no, no, I know it's the, it's the people it, it's, it's who has the best chance of winning. And if, yeah. if, if they really had that much pull, Donald Trump never would have, been uh, able to run in the first place. Well, I'm talking more about on the the other end of the spectrum. I think there's a lot of stuff. Like, I think that they wanted Joe Biden to go up against Donald Trump in this last election. I think they oh, knew yeah. that he had... Right. Oh, yeah. They, they, you saw Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, when, when, uh, when Biden was at his weakest, yeah. they all folded at the same time and pledged their allegiance to right. Joe Biden, even though the, those two other candidates were both polling better than, yeah. than Joe Biden was. Something had to be done to make sure that Bernie didn't get in that seat. And that's what, that's what boggles my mind. Like yeah. if, you, if you guys really wanted change right. on the left, yeah. Bernie's your guy, right? Bernie would have been your guy. Go and for Bernie it. probably, it, it would have been, I still think he probably would have gotten the win over Trump because that many people were sick of Trump at yeah. that point on a national level. Right. But like Bernie would have been your guy and you, you fumbled this twice now. Yeah. And they always seem to. And I think that's the thing is like, we have had such horrible candidates to pick from for the last bunch of years. And after this last election, I swear, I was like, all right, 
Now we're going to get some new people in here because Trump won't run again. He won't want to. And Biden's going to be dead. So <laughs> we're going to have a, a decent election. Nope. I think we're going to get a Biden-Trump election. Yeah, I, if I had to look ahead to the future, I would say that's what it would be. And that is where you are getting to this, uh, this, this powder keg that's ready to erupt with a civil war. I we would, are there. This is where you divide and conquer. Like, yeah, it's this is the great reset. You need more worker bees. You need more people to fall in line. Like we are. That's how divided we are at this point. I feel like if you if we get another Trump Biden uh, election, I bet you you will see the worst voting numbers ever. And I know a lot of people would disagree with me with that and almost say you'd get the best, but I, I think you will see a lot of people that will just give up at that point and uh, say, I'm not, because I don't know that I would vote in a, in an election with Trump and Biden again. I don't know if I could do it. No. And here's why I disagree with you. Uh-huh. Because of my previous point that the polarization is getting more and more severe. You're going to have yeah. the people who are like, I, they are, there's not going to be any in between. Uh, I don't know. Should I vote for Trump? Should I vote for Biden? I don't know. The economy sucks right now. It was yeah. still strong with, with Trump, but I hate his rhetoric and blah, blah, blah. No, it's going to be so, so clear to that individual that they have to go out because it's not, it's not a vote for their guy. It's a vote against the other guy. And that's how they're doing it. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that because I think there's, I know there's a lot of people that have vote that voted for Joe Biden that are not happy with what he's doing right now. Um, and but they voted, just, they, they voted for, for Joe Biden over Donald Trump. Right. They did, but four years, you forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, it's I mean, like Charlemagne. Right. Charlemagne's a guy where on his radio show, Joe Biden came out and flat out said, like, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't right. black. We I all remember. know that famous yep. quote. Charlemagne lately, he's had that, he had that heated exchange with Vice President Harris and, yeah. you know, called her out on their stuff. And uh, uh, he said on his show, he's like, Where's Trump at? Right. We need Trump back. Right. So I mean, and from, from that, from that standpoint, that may be, I, and I think that does come more from the, uh, more from the disenfranchised communities because yeah. they're not, they're not being helped the way no. they were under Donald Trump. You right. may hate his rhetoric. You may hate this and that, but like there were, I feel like from the way just things were. Yeah. Before COVID, like, that eh, shit wasn't bad. And even during COVID, ah, they took care of everybody. Well, <laughs> and that's the other thing, too, is that Trump, by them, by by all those social media platforms getting rid of Trump, I think, that's a mis I think that was a mistake. I think it's going to backfire on them because I think you're not hearing those tweets from Trump. You're not hearing all that stuff. He True. was... True. Yeah, you don't get to see the crazy no, he posted was, every day. He was spouting off... He was like Kanye West is right now with <laughs> yeah. his Skeet Davidson comments. He was... That was Trump back then. And now since he's been banned, it's like... You don't hear a whole lot from Trump. So well, they they've got Truth Social that launched I know. this week. And that I uh, think that that we'll didn't see. that didn't go over too well. I no, think there it never some, does. Some uh some some issues with what the, is with it with those? I feel like every like right wing political like social media platform, I always hear that like every, the sites are crashing. Well, because it's all a scam. Like you it like to make a Twitter or a Facebook or something like that actually work. Yeah. It takes people who 
like really know what they're doing yeah. and are, are, are like have such a, a an understanding of the algorithms right. and what it takes from a, from the tech side to make these things work. It always turns into some people with some cash who know some people who can put together a website Yeah, and like literally like if we wanted to put out a truth social type platform, right? We could do it. Yeah. I could, if you, if you were going to come to me as an investor and say, I got a million bucks for you put together. All right, we can do it, but it's good. I don't know the, I don't know the, the load that it can handle. You know what I mean? I, when, when traffic really ramps up or these glitches that take place, like, you need, yeah. you need a couple of liberal dorks to do it. And uh, uh, yeah, honestly, they're, people, they're not going to do it for them. Right. Exactly. It's like you're, you, you know, good luck plunking truth doc, uh, truth social, uh, yeah. over in San Francisco. You're not right. going to have many people lining up to work for you. No. And so that's the thing. I think things will be interesting down the road. And, uh, but I, I do, I hope that, that, you know, something changes because along the lines, I don't want to see that Biden Trump election. It's not though. There's not one Republican other than like, uh, uh, who's the Florida, uh, <laughs> governor DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, they, he's the only, and, and those two butt heads, right. DeSantis and Trump, if there's, you know, you're not going to get, if they can't, if, if one's not there, if DeSantis isn't the running mate, like, there, that's the only other person in the Republican Party with some real uh, name recognition behind yeah. him right now, over because of what's happened over the last two years. Right, it doesn't even seem like I, I. I can't even, and maybe I just don't pay attention to it enough anymore. I couldn't even name you uh, anybody else in that Republican Party right now. Whereas the left has. AOC. It's got your Pelosi's. It's got your yeah. Chuck Schumer's. You know, it's got obviously the president and the vice president and everybody yeah. in their ca- like there's there are a lot of heavy hitters on the on the left whereas on the right Trump is really that the only name that's staying there like yeah. that's what's when 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 nobody's willing to step up and 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 challenge him like that's what's going to happen well and that's that would be my dilemma if if that came up I, I would never j- vote for Joe Biden and then when it comes to Trump I I don't think I could like in good faith vote for him knowing that all the, the craziness that it's going to cause. So like I probably just wouldn't vote. I'm fed up. I are, can't do it. Are we doomed? Yeah. <laughs> if, if we get that, I, I feel like my God, I know it sounds crazy, but like if you just got like a candidate on either side, that was like a level headed person that could like, like, Joe Biden and Trump, the way that they like communicate with people and the way that they do things. Come on, man. Yeah. Like I just, I don't think it's that hard to find like a competent person that could run the country. But We've had it before. doesn't get votes. That it should. I think it would now. I really do. No, because see, and that's where I disagree with you because we have gone, we've lost our minds. We've lost our minds and the, the, the way the last two years has divided people and made you pick, pick a side, made you pick a cause, made you angry. When, when have you seen parents yeah. going to open school board meetings and yelling at school board members? Yeah. Well, like that's a real thing now that's common. Nobody has any shame anymore. And that that's the problem. I, I still am holding on to mine because 
I, and even with the, with the podcast, sometimes there's times where I don't want to like say too much because I'm like, I don't want people to see me one way or the other because I'm really, I'm really not enough not. people listen to us. I know. I understand, <laughs> but still it's out no, there. No, I the get public. it. I get it. And that I trust me every time we turn on these microphones. Yeah. I always think to myself, could you, you see so many things that happen online where it's, it's stuff that can be misconstrued and, and right. stuff that is, is. Uh, people use against you yeah. to take you down. It's like, God forbid, this is something where in 10 years, there's there's something where it's like, okay, he something that is complete. It's okay to say it now, right? but you can't say it 10 years from now. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I've got an archive of thousands of hours of, of recordings that, that yeah. exist out there in, in the world. But like, that's... That's where I just start to like turn it all off. Yeah. I just turn it off. I, I I can't I can't keep uh you can't let this stuff overwhelm your day to day. And for a lot of people, it still does. Yeah. There there are people literally whose only job right now is to sit on on a social media platform and try to uh basically get people canceled. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I I just I think people need to just like focus on themselves a little bit more. I mean, I I I really do feel uh good about the fact that I I don't put a whole lot of stuff like out on social media. I don't do a whole lot of I don't rant at people. I don't No, I don't I I I am a believer of you know, treat others how you want to be treated. Like yeah. there's nobody that I would wish ill upon like because of their beliefs. I would never say to somebody, uh, because you chose not to take the vaccine, you, you, you deserve to be ignored, uh, right. with medical attention yeah. if, if you're in need of it. Like once you start losing your compassion for yeah. your fellow man, like all bets are off because you're going to be the same person that turns around when, when, when we sit, when that, when that, uh, next civil war comes around that, that can justify why somebody deserves to die. And that's, that's dangerous. That's something though. I hear a lot when I'm, I listen to that podcast. It's, it's the H three podcast is what I listen to every once in a while. I throw it on for like background noise and it's a really popular podcast, but they're, and I listen to it for entertainment purposes, but they're very, very liberal and it's hard for me to listen to. But that's one thing I tell you what, when they feel a certain way about like somebody, uh, you know, on the, on the right there, it's like, they'll be like, no, throw them in jail, kill yeah, them. People whatever. call for violence. I mean, that's Big a time. real thing. And that happens on both sides. There's there, we've seen it happen. And that's just like, that's what I mean by the extremist attitude where it's like, those will be the first ones who, who are, they're perfectly okay with it. Yeah. And they're, they're, it's, it's no longer that. I disagree with you. You disagree with me, but let's go have a beer. It's, I disagree with you. I hope you die. Yeah. I hope you die. I literally, they will yeah. say that. And I'm like, it's gross. It's always shocking to me. Cause I'm like, you really feel that that strongly because of somebody's political views, but you are people doing this for shock value. Is I, that, is that I what it know. is? Is it, is it, is it for the clout? Is it for, to be looked at upon the, the fringe, uh, community that is going to be the loudest. Like you might have, you might have a thousand people following you on Twitter, right? But if all thousand of those people are like, yeah, yeah. Riling you up, go for it, go for it, go for it. As opposed to having 
20 people who right. who listen to you and and you're and, and they don't really engage with you a lot but yeah. you, they might like you give it three or four likes on a post like that doesn't get the same dopamine hit as a thousand people chanting and like you know google gobble google right. gobble one of us <laughs> right. one of us. that's what it feels yeah. like I know, and that's I've never had that feeling. So maybe it's harder I don't want to, that. I don't seek that out from from people. No, like I, I don't need that in no, my life. I know, and especially from strangers, right? And and that's the thing is like I just think people need to like it, let let those things go. Like don't worry so much about people's political beliefs. Look at the person as an individual. I know it sounds so cheesy too, but like look at the person as an individual. And if you disagree about those things, don't talk about those things. Then yeah. Yeah. Even at that, I, I mean, jeez, I know, but it's divided families. It's divided. I, I'm sure it's it's led to more than a few divorces over over the course of the last couple of years, too. You know, yeah. Oh, I guarantee it. And I, there's a couple people in my life uh, where, like, I disagree with them on certain things, but I can talk to them and have a good conversation, and never, you know, I it never goes one way or the other. It yeah. just always kind of ends when things get like a little bit, oh, we don't, we disagree there. All right, we'll just end it. Yeah. Well, speaking of just ending it, let's do it. Time to just wrap up the podcast. Yeah. Uh, did you, okay. So we, we left, we left this open ended with the TikTok thing. Okay. Oh, are yeah. you going to, are you going to reveal what you want me to do? Cause I'm, I'm probably yes. going to end up shaving my beard because <laughs> no. I don't want to do these things. I, I, you know what? I'm going to take it easy on you. I'm going to have you do that Renaissance face TikTok trend. So I will send it to you. Okay. And show you what it is. It won't show your face. It's okay. literally just like a little cutout in the mouth where you have to like match it up to like an old, you're going to have to show piece. me how to use it. Cause I don't even know how I'll to show you use how. TikTok. It's, period. it's, it's very easy. You got off easy on this one. So. Okay. I was hoping I would have to do like in the, the one of the, the Unka jams. No, uh, cause, uh-uh. <laughs> cause yeah, I had I an idea. That. I had an idea for a t-shirt where it would be like a, a jar of jam, oh, but it'd be yeah. Unka jams <laughs> yeah. because that's the one that's all over the place right now. No, that's not the one I'll send it to you. And then now with extra muse. <laughs> right. I know that was hilarious, but I will, uh, I'll send it over to you and then you can do that one. We'll let, All right. let the people know when we're posting. That sounds good. Well, I may struggle with that a little bit, but we know the struggle is real. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the disconnect. And until next time, we'll see you guys later.